0: Welcome to episode 40 of Outspoken. I'm your host, Justin White. It's good to be back. I uh, went a few weeks there with some different sort of segments and sh- you know different shows within shows. And uh, now I'm back with a guest. And not just any guest. This is the very first guest of all on Outspoken. And he is now the first return guest. Um Aaron G my good friend uh we haven't known each other all that long my brother knew him 20 years earlier than I did and was telling me for probably 10 of those at least that I just you gotta meet this you gotta meet my friend Aaron and we both lived in the same city and there was no reason that we didn't um until it was time and then we did and we've been we were fast friends and we've been friends ever since. And um, in fact, he and I are leaving in oh two hours. It's 4 a.m. right now, and we're leaving at 6 a.m. to go um, to drive to LA to go see my brother and a whole bunch of other friends. And I'm going to record a whole bunch of podcasts. Um, so I'm super excited and I'm super tired, but I'm more excited than tired. So uh, I'm going to stop talking. I'm going to let these Costa Rican birds do the rest. And then we'll talk to Aaron. I'll just start by saying welcome back. You're Thanks, the, you're, man. The first, uh, the, the you're the first, the original, the original guest and the first return guest.
1: Yeah, you're already, I was going to say, like, when we first did this, like, we're just even trying to figure out how to do everything.
0: Yep, it was all on the fly, <laughs> yeah. and you you were an integral part of that, so and, thank you.
1: And, well, no, man, it's my pleasure, but I like to, uh, so... You know, like your production and everything is, you know, you're, and you're already at repeat guests now.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, that wasn't really the plan, except <laughs> except that you are like a special, because you were the foundation, uh, you know, part of it, well, you, I, you get special privilege to come oh, back.
1: Oh, thanks. I, I hope that, I, I'd like to come back. Every once in a while though. For sure. It's think, always gonna be it's open. Always, I just there's always a lot to talk about, but we definitely need like twenty or so episodes in between. Yeah.
0: Yeah, at least yeah, twenty to forty. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, I was thinking fifty. Where are you at right now anyway? Forty. You forty. Know. Okay, that's a good number. Yeah. I was actually thinking fifty. But yeah. I was too, but I but, but here this I am. is good. Yeah. Yeah. That's Welcome good. back. No worries, man. I mean, it's cool. It's always great to hang and go deep. me and you always go deep so
0: seems, to, seems so you but you came prepared with a couple uh, a topics. little bit i
1: I've, I've actually been kind of thinking about when I'd come back and talk to you about like maybe some of the themes and a couple of them I kind of I kind of did away with because. They're archaic at this point because, mm-hmm. you know, things move so fast and they're like almost like these political type. they current kind of event related. We're already from like two months ago. We're already at a totally different place. Yeah. You know, like that's the, world, the that's the pace we're the, operating at. The right world now. is rapidly changing, but actually that's kind of what I wanted to maybe talk to you about. Cause it's not my thought a lot about. And I was kind of thinking about the perception of time that people have in general. Mm. And, um, and how I believe it's kind of shrunk in a way. And, are, okay, but the way I was thinking I can relate it is through uh, talking about music and uh, heavy metal in general. Okay. Or not not in general, in particular. Okay. So, okay, so when I was like a kid, I don't think anything like captured my imagination more than like heavy metal and some movies, of course, movies and metal later. Like
0: 12, 13? Yeah. You know yeah.
1: That? I think. Um, I think my relationship with metal probably started in maybe the fourth, fifth grade, maybe a little earlier, but like, I was just captivated. Like I, like I remember you say your
0: relationship. Here. Yeah, <laughs> it is a relationship. It's still going. Too. But, uh,
1: so like, okay. So, uh, yeah, it is, Definitely, still stronger than ever. It's a marriage. That's amazing <laughs> commitment. It's a marriage that's gotten a lot darker. Uh-huh. But, but okay, so I loved like Judas Priest. Okay. and and then but then I I feel like it's you know, like when I came across uh, and then AC/DC when I listened to that like that kind of like was like life changing and all this shit. The early but, stuff you're yeah. talking
0: about Bon Scott
1: and stuff. Oh no, the the latest record with yeah. Axel, Axel Rose. Oh, yeah, that that's one. my favorite. Well, no, I'm just kidding. No, I, I'm, we're we're talking back then, but. Uh, because I, I was a late
0: i was late to acdc uh-huh. and i liked them for a minute yeah and then, and then and now i have to say i hate them like <laughs> beyond most like I, they're one of my most hated bands yeah i remember you telling me though it's not is, a popular I, I, thing
1: i i i'm i'm all for hating things that everybody loves so
0: well i have a bunch of them and it's not on purpose no i'm, I, I'm not i'm hey, not I'm, trying to hate on stuff that I, other people I, like yeah but, but there are in music especially there yeah. are some big big ones that oh, yeah. are unpopular. I mean I don't like Tom I mean, Waits.
1: You don't like who? Tom Waits. No that's a great one. I right? don't like his music at all. I, I like I, I like I, his acting. I I actually love him. I like. But uh you do? But, but, I, but I love I love hating on them, too. Okay. Or I love, If somebody says they hate them, I'm like on board. My favorites are the ones that you're really not supposed to hate. Like, like when someone says they hate like Johnny Cash. Uh, right. <laughs> or, or, or like my favorite Michael was Jackson. somebody said they hated the uh, the Buena Vista Social Club. <laughs> they, they didn't <laughs> like, like the movie? Like why? The music like, or the movie? Or? Just, they just hate them. They Probably
0: just hate it because yeah. everybody else loved it, yeah. They just hate them, that's you awesome,
1: they're, they're not, yeah. But okay, so I didn't anyway, mean to take you off course, no, 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 it, it's great. Um, so okay, so I think the band that really kind of art like captured my totally captured my imagination was Iron Maiden, right? Oh, I love the music, I love the art, oh. I, I was not allowed to have it.
0: Oh, that's right, yeah, yeah, you had six, some family restrictions. Six, six, of six,
1: the number of the beat, uh, there's no way uh, none absolutely. of their album covers, would no have made way, it. Yeah. so um but I, 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 I really i loved i loved that music and I really think Dave Murray from Iron Maiden was one of the reasons why I like wanted to play guitar. Okay, right? like I loved, I loved, the, and I like both the guy. Both are great. Adrian Smith might be the better guitar player, but I love Dave Murray for some reason. And just his style Steve or Yeah, and I love the Strat. I just like the. I, there's something about the guy. He kind of looks like a toad. His <laughs> face is kind of weird. You know, you yeah. know, it's like it's like a pug. Well, that's awesome. That's a, why you like. Yeah, kind of. He had this weird look to him. I thought he was. He. I mean, I loved his solos. I think I did actually like his solos better than Adrian Smith. So, um, so anyway, and then okay, so then around seventh grade, then I discover like Led Zeppelin, Jimi Hendrix, and mm. this feels like I'm. This is like okay now I'm like getting into the stacks I'm like now I'm just, now I'm in a deeper place yeah. you know, this is a little beyond Mel this is like some root and it felt like it happened a long time ago right like right. Led Zeppelin is long gone right Iron Maiden is still playing concerts okay Led Zeppelin is done they're gone Jimi Hendrix died just right? in this, your mind that's yeah. how you saw it but this this sound I was obsessed with then I started playing guitar and my first teacher uh, Steve who is a Great, great guitar player. I mean, amazing. And I really feel like he was like really instrumental because like I like I feel like it's something I kinda had in my bones a little bit, but he, he He knew how to bring it out, and he showed me that first twelve-bar blues scale. And I, when I learned that, I was like, "Oh, whoa, man, I'm a guitarist. I'm a lead guitar player. (laughs) I can play these, you know, like you know what I mean." But then he kind of, I, he knew what I liked, and every week he kind of have something. And He says, "Well, you know, everything that you like is actually derivative of blues." Which now, now we're getting into the cave paintings, right? Like this is like, you know, now we're this is like this hieroglyphics, right? You know, blues. Wow. So I became this like blues guy. That's what he started practicing. Yeah, playing? he st- we started. He started showing me blues. He took me to the the first person I ever saw live was BB King, I San Jose him. Fairgrounds. I saw him play a couple. I've times. seen him a few times, but yeah. he was like four hours late. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. But he plays for a long time. Oh he played yeah, for he three did. Hours when I saw him. But this like local band from San Jose called Night Cry. They just can like they they like they 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 announced him twice and he didn't come out. Like you know like. He, what was he doing? I don't know if he was there or what. I don't know what, but they just kept playing. Finally, he showed up. Cry. Yeah, Night Cry. They were like a local... Did you, did you get a shirt? N-I-T-E. Oh cry. my god.
0: Wait, okay, so... Uh, I hope they have merchandise.
1: So anyway, so now I'm thinking like, okay, now I'm like in this real deep place in music. And, yeah. But this is like, feels like it's like long gone, right? Mm-hmm. Blues is like long gone. And I didn't put it in my mind. It was didn't come across my mind that there was technology that recorded that music i don't put those together so now i'm not thinking oh my grandpa was probably alive when like robert johnson was alive like yeah. that doesn't cross my mind right okay because or like you know i didn't think oh physical graffiti by zeppelin came out when i was in kindergarten you know i'm, yeah, I'm thinking i don't that these, remember thinking that well you either. know what i mean like yeah. i'm just thinking about what's now yeah you know what i mean so um so I feel like that, that disc, but now it almost feels like, and we always wanted instant gratification. We always wanted what we wanted here, that's but weird. we needed to work for it. We needed to ride a bike somewhere or call. Remember like calling on a phone? I was talking yeah. to you. See pop, if you're open. See remember if you're... popcorn where you uh, could POP and then any four numbers and it tell you what time it was? Oh, that's right. I forgot yeah, about I that. Yeah, I told, I just, we were talking about this last week. Wait. Like.
0: There was some we had some other thing like that. There was a bunch uh, of It those. Wasn't that? Well, there, there was the Time Lady. We would just call it the Time Lady, but that was like That wasn't po- was That was like 555-1212 five, 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 one, two, one, two, or something like that.
1: Oh, maybe that was it. What, did but, Popcorn but there you was a phone number? there was
0: a way that you could get the phone to dial back. Okay, there was all these weird but See I don't we remember, knew, now I don't...
1: nobody even knows this. No. But what I'm wondering is like so now that so there's that lapse in like okay, like that happened a long time ago, I'm here today, but if we take it out of music, right, and we put it into other things in history, mm-hmm. like so, and we really put it into context, you know, like like slavery happened <laughs> not that long ago, right? Not at all, yeah. And then you even go, even like 60, like Led Zeppelin's first record came out maybe like a few years after like civil rights, right? Like, there are still separate bathrooms for people. I know, it's insane. Not to think about that, that long ago. And we, and and it's funny, because it's almost like we, I feel like growing up, we were almost given this uh, encouraged to kind of forget, like, you know, like... I think so. Well, at least in terms of
0: the bad shit that our government was involved in. Yeah. Like, that stuff's always been whitewashed. And, yeah. And we're not supposed to talk about it or think about it. Um, but I, do you mean beyond that? Do you mean- well,
1: kind of. And then I think about technology. I think on the flip side of that, like now we have absolute instant gratification. Like we don't yeah. gotta leave the house; everything's at our fingertips. And it almost feels like things are thrown away quicker. Like for sure, like are. an like an album from a year ago is ancient history now. Everything is like, thought of as it. disposable. Like now, that came out two months ago, forget it. Yeah, like the movie. You know, uh, you know, like the you know,
0: just the concept of an album is almost gone because people can't they're not patient enough to sit through 10 songs. They just want one, just one hit and then another hit from a different band. Oh, for sure.
1: And then it's, and it's oh yeah, but I'm almost wondering is if time has, is condensing because of this in a way.
0: I think it, well, go, go with your theory. Cause there are, ta- there are theories about time condensing
1: that. Well, the perception of time, like, like kids nowadays, like, because they have so much instant gratification, like, you know, like something that happened a decade ago is absolutely that is actually It's a lifetime ago. It is yeah. actually ancient history.
0: Yeah, well my, my daughter talks about old me you know, she'll say it, it's class it's like classic rock and it'll be, you know, nineties stuff or, or <laughs> you know, or she'll refer to it as old and it's you know, in my in my range, it's among the newest the newer stuff, you know. Yeah. It's not immediately replaced by the next thing it's something that sticks around for a while cuz you actually want to listen to it
1: well yeah exactly like you what know, what's a, like green day's a classic rock band now i don't know i don't know i, well, I think they are they're in the rock and roll hall oh, of fame like isn't that amazing like i never it's
0: upsetting well they were never a punk band as they claimed to yeah. be i don't think were they yeah, What were they, I, power pop i don't know what what you'd call it i don't them.
1: know I, power pop 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 but, punk, but in the same time, okay. Another th- another result that's now happening a lot is because of the access to technology. Like we used to, there was a lot more room for myth and lore when we didn't know what right. things. Now, right. now that everything's out there, like we're now policing the past.
0: Yeah, it's true. Yeah, you go back and say like, you you just have like a fact check machine running at all times to say. Is, yeah, that, is yeah. that what you're talking about? Well, there's
1: like, that, but we're also, you know, people are getting called out, or things are like oh. getting called out from decades ago right. now. Okay. Like, I just saw a, a trailer for this, and I had always heard about this, but I guess there's a, I didn't know there was footage. There's a trailer for a short film. I guess it's nominated for the Oscar or something that shows the Nazi rallies that happened at Madison Square Garden. Jesus. Like in the 20s or something. You know what so I mean? And nuts. like, so like, that's all stuff's all coming to light now. Yeah. You know, we're like, and it's kind of funny because like uh, we were watching uh, clips from the Eddie Murphy Raw. when uh-huh. he was talking. Actually, the parts that he's talking about how Bill Cosby called him and was offended by him. And, oh, really? Yeah. There's a, That's pretty amazing. Go will be a Moscow watch because like his son went to go see Bill, uh, 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 Richard, uh, not Richard Pryor. He talks about Richard Pryor too. Eddie Murphy. And comes home all disturbed and so Cosby calls him. Uh-huh. And this happens at to Madison complain. Square Garden. This is that Madison right. Square Garden. Right. And if you put that in context, like it's kinda of, it's so weird in that same room. Yeah.
0: You know what I mean? Like, um That's very bizarre. And then in the current like the Cosby saga like how it, it just things continue to reveal themselves
1: well in a way it's really good for us because i i really feel like the people that are like we're our like the country's moral centers mm-hmm. if they were doing like really deplorable things we don't need them to be our they should not be our moral centers it's
0: true but there are people who have always been doing deplorable yeah. things and and being the, the writers of you know values and you know? That is true. And the lawmakers and the thing, you know, they're corrupt behind the scenes, but they tell us how we need to live. That's always been going on.
1: That is very true. Oh, absolutely. But yeah, another interesting thought I had about, like, kind of the policing of the past and the way that, like, you know, someone... Because in a way, I feel like everybody, like, there's there's been, like, I think me and you touched on this last time. And it was, like, when I talked about how, like, it makes you wonder about your own like things you've said or done or what you know and I know that there's been I've said absolutely idiotic (laughs) things. Yeah. Done, maybe even written whatever. Yeah. And I can only just hope that I'm the only one that remembers
0: most likely you are unless yeah. that unless that there's like a document floating around or a photograph well, or something that's the
1: thing is like it would how horrible would it be to like get over a hump in life and then all of a sudden somebody <laughs> files the claim against you know, it, you know? you're like, oh, because fuck, there's I no referee either right like yeah. all calls on, all calls on the field stand in this thing it's like, true. you know like you just it, throw it out there yeah into it's the, just it's there that's there's a good nobody point. to say hey you know I've always kind of fluctuated like thinking, okay, maybe I should have tried to do something more practical in life. You know, maybe I should have become a lawyer. Really? One. Yeah. Sometimes I thought you think. Like, that like, still? I went through I went through a whole like period of my life where I was like, Man, maybe maybe there's still time to become a lawyer. Or, you wow. Know? Yeah, why, because why? just
0: for financial security or yeah, what Yeah,
1: and just kind of like look looking back to things like my days in confusion and just thinking, you know, that was never a really good idea.
0: Yeah, but what, but did you really, you didn't think playing music was a bad well, idea? Well, I
1: knew I would always do that. Yeah. But, but the thing is, is I, I feel like that's the thing is I, I feel like it's become something else. And then there's been some reminders along the way. And that's one thing I wanted to talk to you about. Cause I think it's interesting is that I really, really think that art, and in music in, in particular is, has, is a source of salvation. It really is. Okay. I feel like there's been some very, very dark times where, like, I've seen... I remember seeing a certain show, like, where it made me know that, like, okay, everything is going to be okay after, mm. you know, like, I saw something amazing. And, wow.
0: You know? So... I'm curious about because you, you've used the word salvation a couple yeah. of times. Is it that, and that just is coming from a religious upbringing, no, you think? No, or do you I, think that's something that's deeply rooted in you that you feel like you actually need there's maybe to be little, forgiven for something?
1: No, no, no. <clears throat> um, when I actually, uh, maybe at one time it did, mm-hmm. um, but now what, what I really, I kind of, you know, it's weird and I kind of wanted to talk to you almost about like, you know, the band and how like, I really feel that at this, like, okay, so me and Dan were in confusion years ago, and and then, we you know, we met Mike, and we used to play together, and, you know, and then all these years later, all this stuff's happened, and then we're playing again, and it's like... 30 years ago, by the way. Almost 30. Yeah, right? Yeah, it's almost 30 years <laughs> that we first played together, I believe, it's close to. But, um I, I mean, it's nothing I would want to, like, list out, but all things three of us I think individually have gone and you know I'm not saying it's exclusive to us or whatever but I think we've all been to places that you know people might not come back from you know Mm. in in life you know some very 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 dark places and uh and the fact that we are able to at this point in life be doing this is 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 like a it is a little bit of a miracle I think and um And going back, uh, you know, and we have such a history together, a childhood together, you know, and it's kind of weird. Like, I would have always probably sat around and played and tried to become a a better, okay, guitar player or whatever, and those guys would have probably been out. Dan would probably play in five different bands, and he plays in, like, a Dixieland jazz band, all this other Mm -hmm. stuff. I don't know. Mike's always done other stuff. We would have done that, but it's kind of weird. This band just kind of... It's almost like having a pet or an animal. It's just kind of there. Mm. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's not always great. You have moments you're not proud of, but you they're to there. to take care of it. Yeah, and we do. And and we talk about, you know, there's a lot of lore that happened, you know, around when we were young. and uh, And so I really believe that, you know, it's the thing that's, you know, art and music has taken the place of maybe, you know, Prozac or... Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean Yeah, or, or religion or shopping or yeah, something like that it's really be, it's really something that that has like in a way it's saved us it really has it's you know it has it's like you know and um so it's your personal salvation it's the, yeah the, yeah okay yeah because I, I don't feel like my soul my soul is screwed <laughs> I don't I don't believe that I don't <laughs> no, I'm just kidding I don't think anybody's soul is <laughs> no, screwed no I don't even, think even so even the I,
0: ones who you know I might don't, I don't know I, I don't, don't think, think so either I think that's but, a false premise
1: but like you know but
0: but I can to- sorry to, no, go you know, ahead but I utterly relate to the idea of music or art or both being saving saving a person because that's how, that's been my experience well, like, that, a, like I, I just don't think I could make it in life if I didn't have music
1: well it's almost like and also it's like it's like okay so I've been married for 11 years and that's like you know love also evolves like a lot like and it's amazing. let it do that like it really does like and i think and i think i go back beyond my marriage and i think about how intense i was like as a kid like you think you know you have like a girlfriend or whatever you think it's the end of the world right right that's like nowhere in my psyche anymore Mm. my idea of what love with another person a partner is is so far beyond that and you know what i mean it's like and i'm thankful for that it's a healthier healthier view of it you think oh absolutely yeah so like you know uh everything it kind of you know we all evolve in those ways and i think that even like you're saying like art saving that's what it always kind of needed to be that's mm. what music needed to be it needed to be something that transcended what we were doing it needed to be something that you know, we were doing for the correct reasons. And when we were trying to get like plucked up by noise records (laughs) or whatever, (laughs) we were not doing this for the right reasons. reasons. Absolutely not. Like, 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 and maybe even beyond that, you know, because, because I think that's where a lot of people get stuck, especially when they, you know, when they, you know, get, oh, halfway okay at like an instrument, they think, oh, I'm, I can do all this crazy stuff. Like I need, the world should just like me. Right and that's why you know there's a million shredders out there that have absolutely zero taste.
0: Mhm. No. <laughs> yeah. You just go to Guitar Center and you can watch them uh, pre- and, preview their skills.
1: Oh, oh yeah. That reminds me not to go to but I found I was going through my phone and I have I found all these audio files, like from like years that I've been uh-huh. taping and not realizing I have. And I had there was one called Guitar Center, and uh-huh. I hit it, and it was like this time when I was in Guitar Center, and I just noticed the noise in the room, and I hit. It's just it's the wildest, it's like the craziest cacophony. Ever. It just makes no sense. Right, like, there are people practicing pressed. drums like There's, off in the corner. It's and... like this weird hum. It sounds. It just sounds deranged. Like oh, I don't I know what it. it is. Yeah, it's great, but um, um. But yeah, I mean, I think that it that's it that's what it needed to be. So like I, and it's interesting because I think, you Watch know, like
0: yeah. Watch your hand. Oh, sorry.
1: <laughs> so you 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 know, like I could sit down with you, we could play some guitars. I could I'll always be able to do that, but it's kind of really weird when like these two guys that I grew up with, I honestly think like they they know the part that I'm not doing. You know what I mean? Like it's hard to explain, but I feel like 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 the things that are come up with are like a mile a million miles away from what I would think to do. Wow.
0: Yeah. And so it you just, take suggestions from from your your dudes on the fly and it well, and incorporate a, them or
1: I don't even know if it's like that. I just feel just like intuitive. those I just feel like it's like in the case of like Mike Rabdal, uh he like he'll he'll play the part that i don't hear he just knows how mm. to do it he, it's just there that's and that's cool. you know what i mean and i mean i don't need to get too much into that or whatever but you know i kind of i was thinking about this stuff and you know i haven't really talked about it with anyone and how they um you know even i have no i i just i'm happy that it it's happened but even like like we made I don't mean to like push anything or whatever, but you know, we made this new record and it took a long time. And the thing was about it was that, you know, I'm really, I have no, it's, it's almost cleared this weird state slate for me because I have no idea what could happen now because to me it was like, like 50 years from now if i hear this record if i listen to it which it might be 50 years from now because i don't really listen to the records once they're done but but i know that it it has very very specific things that it reminds me of that are about us when we were younger Hmm. so it's almost a document it's almost that to me this record is letting go of all of that stuff
0: wow that's awesome
1: yeah well yeah and and it, and it really was there was like a lot of things and like and I feel it's like in two parts like the first part is like really kind of like nervous and scared and then the second part's kind of more redemptive and you know about like you know finding your way your wayward and, doctrine And how know?
0: much were you thinking of that while writing the songs or I recording think or
1: I think the I I mean I don't know what everything means to everybody else, but I was definitely thinking about that the entire time, mm. and every single thing on it is something related. And if something wasn't right, it didn't make it. Huh. And there's even things that we've gone, well, I think we've worked on past there, and we haven't even really gotten a chance to get out and play on this record yet. But like it's like, but it's like, um, there's things we've developed that even maybe tightened up a little bit that aren't, you know. But that's the nature of records. Yeah. Like you know, I listen to. Uh, I love Thin Lizzy, and their first like few records are kind of weird compared to when you hear them play the songs live ten times better later. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They just got better yeah, at playing them after recording. Like the, well, yeah. yeah, it's just what happens. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, but uh, it, it reminded me of, um, you know, I was thinking to there's this when I grew up in the town I grew up in, there was this path. It was called Mailman's Path, mm-hmm. and it was this spooky passage that kind of took you from it was a shortcut
0: right that the mail mail carriers yeah, used and, and then kids would use it but be scared y- to use it
1: y- yeah well a, a lot of things happen in real sure. man's path it sounds and, scary and yeah it's name. So, this is the name you know and i'd yeah. always heard of it it's a good and band name it is yeah but it kind of took you from this one area and it took you right to the middle school which dan and mike both went to this middle school and i think dan's mom actually mates. still teaches there she might that's crazy but those guys always talk about this epic fight mm-hmm. that happened in this mailman's path that like probably had like 10 times better attendance than like <laughs> most shows you go to like, like hundreds of people yeah, showed up the whole to. school. And I'll never forget going through mailman's path the very first time with this kid I used to ride bikes with. And halfway through there was all this like, like, Pangrams and six 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 written on the fence, mm-hmm. and uh, and I remember like being like think like being truly like truly afraid. Yeah, because that was during the Great Satanic Panic. What was that? I've never <laughs> heard of that. Is that a regional thing? No, I think <laughs> that I, I think was that, that na- was national. Yeah, remember Geraldo's like sat- oh,
0: yeah, I remember what, that whole thing. Was it really called that?
1: Well, they call the it that now panic. because they were there was a whole lot of crime being blamed on like right.
0: I do remember all the all those tabloid type shows would have shit about you know pentagrams and satan like all these kids listening to this this type of music or obviously satan worshipers and going to do wrong somehow
1: Well and and and, and like I think like ni- 98% of it has been disproven Yeah yeah like but, there was like rumors of like preschools with underground tunnels that took these kids and like what r- the- rituals? Oh yeah, oh all that stuff, right? There was yeah, all the a weird lot of, of bull crap. Yeah, like but um, at <laughs> least, but yeah, but we actually thought like, oh, there's Satanists around. Yeah, there. yeah. But there was a break in the fence there. It was like the place. So we ended up like we used to like know this way down into the creek. There's a creek there. We'd smoke yeah. and you know we'd hang out and smoke cigarettes and there's a lot of things. And I've also heard a lot of like dark like. I feel like if you're a kid from that area, everybody knew Mailman's Path and had, and there was, I heard some incredibly dark stories that somehow related to it. Mm-hmm. But um, but those are the kind of things like that, those, like when I hear those songs, like I hear, I hear like Mailman's Path in there. Like did I, you write about it? Or no, you, no, It no, just, no. It's just the essence of no, it. No, just is, all is of those things. There. Yeah, like all, yeah, totally. So,
0: so do you feel like back to the, the idea of salvation yeah. or just sort of like, maybe i mean it feels sort of like healing like you're you're going back and healing old stuff through the music uh whether it's a conscious attempt
1: to do that or not it just seems like it's like therapy it it is therapy i think that um i think it i think that i think i think what it's become ultimately though is that like it's become more of like something that you're ever trying to you know get out there to be like hey I do this and I want you to pay attention to it because it's so cool and I need you to know yeah. that I do this cool thing none of that it's all about it's all about feeling the responsibility and hopefully creating like a, you know conveying that powerful experience because, you know, to other people, hopefully, Mm -hmm. you know, or like, you know, and, and yes, and and it is to me, it's like, it's always been like the biggest way of letting things out, releasing, you know, releasing. And that's why when you're in a situation where you're kind of doing it kind of when it's not all that great or kind of lame and you're not feeling those things, you know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) Like, like I just, I, you know, that might um, it's been a. I don't know if I've ever really. It's been a long time since I've been in anything that I didn't like.
0: Well, that's good. That says something about your like where, you, <laughs> well, where your values line up. With I kind of almost rather reality. not do it. Well, that's makes sense. I mean, it's sort of. I'm I'm learning more and more that the like the childish view is actually, probably the most authentic. Like just to be, just to honestly think about what you want in life and then go try to get it. Yeah, Not in a like trample everybody in your path sort of way, but just in terms of what would feel fulfilling for me. And a kid already knows that automatically, just naturally. I need this. I'm going to go get it. I'm going to go ask for it at least until I can get it myself. And then suddenly there's a point in your adulthood where that's seen as being selfish, right? Where you're supposed to make sacrifices in order to be seen as, you know, worthy or, or having lived a, a, pure life or something, you're supposed to be giving up some part of yourself in order to, I don't know. And maybe that is true. Maybe like the, the whole service model, which I've never heard anybody say anything bad about do, you know, what, what service does for you. Like, you know, it's, it's a, it's a benefit that's undeniable when you're being of service to someone else Mm. genuinely when you're doing it for the right reasons, you know? Um, but so maybe in that way, sacrifice is sort of built into our whole moral makeup or whatever it is but it's interesting to me that somebody who knows what they want and and goes for it as an adult is sort of seen as being selfish or uncaring or you know not always but but they can be they can be perceived as being maybe thoughtless or self-involved or whatever but what if it's just like, I know I know so deeply in my heart that I need this thing to feel okay. Yeah, I need it. I need yeah. music in order to feel okay in the world. Yeah. So I'm going to go for it because I, without it, I'm lost or I'm hurting. So if that means, I don't know. I feel like the sacrifices we should be making are only, they should be reserved for... Or you know, the loved ones that need us in the times of need or strangers or whoever, you know, that kind of sacrifice is great. That's sort of a noble thing that I think if you're a somewhat healthy individual, it's just in there. It's just there. Yeah. Um, But I mean the sacrifices in life that we make, which is usually our dreams. We're usually putting our dreams aside or Mm -hmm. putting on hold. I think we should be putting fucking work on hold and pursuing our dreams. We should put the I know you got to pay bills. Everybody's got to do real life shit, and I know that I had many advantages that got me to a place where I could sort of design my own life. Because mm-hmm. I know not everybody has those those opportunities, so I'm I'm aware of that. I'm sure I take I take it for granted more often than not, and I'm you know I tr- I, I try to stay present with that. But basically, what I'm trying to say is what is it why why are we told it's not okay to go get what you want Like well, to go, yeah. find, go pursue what you know that you want or need
1: well i mean everybody just thinks that you know that those things are fine and dandy but you know at the end of the day you need to have your you know you need to be practical you need to have your right it,
0: but aren't we know? just telling ourselves that well and, we and are making it so
1: and that's that's one thing that i feel like i've even come to realize in recent years and even like you know pursuing you know uh you know it, it to, like to be honest i mean it, it it almost feels a little ridiculous to have a large rock band when i'm as old as i am kind of it's a little silly uh, but but only because uh, no,
0: there's it, some rule about like how old well, you're supposed it, to be well, to play no, music exactly, which is but, such bullshit
1: but one thing i i came to realize and it was um i actually took a guitar lesson from like one of my heroes yeah i remember you telling me tuck andrus who Mm -hmm. you know is like one of my favorite guitar players and uh the things that he said to me and the thing and it made me realize that i i feel like it's almost like if you can do something like this and you don't do it you are actually doing a disservice yeah i feel like it's a it's a it's a sin okay
0: i i wouldn't I, I I totally agree. Except I, feel like I wouldn't. I think it's a sin to throw away something yeah, like that. Yeah, I would if you, use, if you
1: can do it.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, if you if the if the word sin is yeah, it. I think there are other words that could yeah, be there are, are, other that words, are less but, biblical you know, but it's in a strong nature. One. Yeah, it's very strong. You know, it's, it's, a little, it's maybe it's, too know? strong for for some. <laughs> well, but <you're laughs> I I hear what you're saying. No, it's a waste. It's a waste of a talent.
1: I don't and really. A gift. Bel- yeah, I don't think I don't really believe so much in sin. But if I did that concept of it, but but see if that's true. And maybe
0: this is, maybe that's where the whole idea of original sin comes from because, well, original, I don't know about the whole story, Adam and Eve crap, but I'm talking about the idea that we're all born sinners, that some religions like to give us yeah maybe, maybe oh, that yeah comes, like you're
1: you're born a dirty filthy individual yeah, then you have who is to, going to burn and yeah. it's up to you to cleanse yourself, yourself in the blood. Yeah. And all, uh, your whole life is about some, redeeming some yourself. weird stuff there by the way cleansing yourself in the blood there's like songs singing about blood. Uh, yeah. i was singing songs about blood okay anyway <laughs> go ahead
0: no uh, so what i was going to say is that maybe we do have that sense that we're wasting our lives that are our talents or whatever because mm. i think every whether you're a shredder or a paint, you know amazing painter or whatever shredder. i just think every human has more potential than they're allowed to express in the in the they world that we've created yeah and so it's in a lot of ways people are wasting maybe not their whole lives but they're wasting big chunks of their lives doing something they don't want to do or don't they're not interested in or invested in or you know they don't value it they're doing it because they need to in order to pay the bills or whatever yeah. But then we get into all this confusion about like, why we need stuff and how much of it and why you need to keep updating and buying newer, better, more expensive stuff. Oh, yeah. Stuff. Well, and, that, a lot of and that then is you're, just
1: to make people feel... You, people love to have a toy to make them, yeah. you know. But if,
0: you were to, if, you, if we were able to take a step back and look at what we're doing, where we're committing ourselves to these 40-hour weeks or more in order to make money ostensibly in order to pay the bills, yeah. but really what we're doing with that money is buying shit we don't need. Yeah. If you could take away all the shit you don't need and all the money you would have spent on it, then you could also take away all those hours spent working to make that money. Thank you.
1: So on my door at home, uh-huh. like I kind of, I have, I, uh, I have this sign. And when I wrote it, I was like mad uh-huh. and it's like all faded. It's on paper. Now it's, it's all it? gone. Okay. But like, I was mad and I didn't realize that it was like a Dr. Seuss rhyme until somebody pointed it out to me. Cause I was, cause like there's people come and knock on my door all the time wanting something, okay. you know? Yeah. So, uh, and I and I think I should like make an actual like plaque of this with like I said the little Dr Seuss character on it like smiling <laughs> or something right but it says, um, we don't care about your God cause or anything you sell, so do me and yourself a favor and don't ring the bell and uh <laughs> and you didn't know when you no I know, it that it was I was, just, I was totally pissed, but what's funny <laughs> is that. I wrote God in lowercase. Uh-huh. On purpose? Yeah. Okay. Because I, I know better than that. <laughs> and And I came home and there was a sticker on my window I'm that capital capitalized G. the G. What the fuck? And I was like, okay what who like yeah. i was like suspicious but then i i i opened the door and there was a ups slip like like oh sorry we missed you with the little missing no and it was in the same sharpie with the same writing oh shit so this guy kind of, okay mr ups man yeah. okay you, you know Bible thumper. the last <laughs> guy i need to be learning lessons from right well he maybe maybe he took offense <laughs> at your uh, at the tone
0: of your sign Maybe it's because you didn't have a a friendly character pointing (laughs) (laughs) to make it fun.
1: I don't care about your fox uh, or your box or your. I mean, we we used to be a we used to when people come to the door wanting stuff. We used to be like dicks. Well,
0: it's an invasion of privacy, plain and simple. Like if you're at home and your door is closed and and you don't you're not expecting someone, then anybody. I mean, maybe this is maybe this is a hard line because I used to walk up to my friend's doors back in the 70s and 80s just uh, you know, trying to find somebody to hang out. Hey, is, oh, is, well, is somebody yeah, home? Yeah, like back th- then yeah. you could just go knock on... But that's a friend. It's an accepted visitor, a return visitor. But if somebody who you don't know comes up and knocks on your door uninvited, in my opinion, that's an invasion of your space. They've already crossed your walk or whatever. They're at your door trying to sell you something or rope you into something, or uh, who knows what, you know?
1: You know what's funny, though, is they used to, the, the, like, uh, I remember the Mormon church used to come to our door, or they came once, and my mom, like, straight up stood well, there and had, like, it. a 20, 30-minute, like, Like religious Religious debate debate with them and i remember i was on my way up like we lived down this driveway i went up to the top of the street and i was skating i Uh was like skating on the street you know
0: and you could see them
1: down there well i knew they were talking and then all of a sudden this lady pops up and she's all hey and she goes she sits down she's like let me see what you could do like skating and Uh i and i wasn't like a good skater in fact the board i think was too big for me at that point like i just could kind of yeah. Simon I I did like a couple of crappy like little things. I know she's like, that's really great stuff. And then she was with the lady down there, right? And starts trying to recruit me for the Mormon Church, like separate from your. And mom. then the, that lady comes up and she starts telling me this stuff that they do. She's like, "Oh, we did this thing the other night with the sacraments and all the kids did." And I was like, "I, I, I and you, know, you should really come." And I was like, "Dude, I'm like, that's, I was like twelve that's scary yeah yeah, well it's weird that you would think that's that's like really inappropriate it's super to like go separate from the parent and isolate the kid like we can't get her let's get her kid yeah that's weird that's cult shit. so i remember they 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 asked me for my name and phone number and what yeah And I said okay, and but then I had to think quick
0: to give a different name. And I remember
1: I, I I don't know why, but my name was Jeff Reynolds.
0: Nice, that's a good that's a good uh, American name. You <laughs> yeah, know, and, and um.
1: Jeff Reynolds, that's
0: you couldn't look less. I thought of it on this like... on
1: this fly, right? Yeah. But <laughs> well, you wouldn't take me for a Jeff Reynolds. Never. And, no. <laughs> no,
0: never ever. <laughs> I I would have laughed in your face if you had said that. But
1: they were like stoked. And then, but then because I was like, you know, I, I tried to do my best. I actually felt some guilt Uh, for lying to them. Wow. And I remember I told. That
0: sucks. They put you in that position where you felt like in order to stay safe, you had to break your own, your own value system. You know,
1: but yeah. what was interesting? We used to carpool with the pastor's kids, and I remember his wife was driving us one day, and I told her the story, mm-hmm. and I said I I told her I thought I did something wrong, and she she was looking at me in the rearview mirror. No, Aaron, you absolutely did the right thing, and and it wasn't because these creepy people were trying to bypass my mom and mm-hmm. and uh, spiritually kidnap their child. Yeah. <laughs> it was because. They have a, a, an untrue doctrine that they follow.
0: Oh, okay, so she was. That just... was
1: what that, and that's why I did the right thing because okay. I rejected their way of thinking. It wasn't because I was protecting my ass. That's amazing. <laughs> wow. Well, so
0: isn't it strange the way we learn, like where where we fall in the spectrum of things, like based on what we hear other people say? Yeah. Because you hear something like that, and you're like, oh. All right, well, you weren't even concerned about me in that way. You just want to make sure I make the right religious choices. Yeah. That's fucked up. That's not, and if that's what your sense of family values is, then you, you just let your kid get, get kidnapped by a, yeah. <laughs> by a religious cult.
1: And I actually, I remember feeling like, like a bit okay, like, oh, okay, I, I actually did something okay. Because you're kind of thought to believe that adults are kind of like right.
0: Yeah, they're doling out the, yeah. the rewards for the proper behavior.
1: And, you know, and I just was no, you know, I, like, again, I had Iron Maiden and skateboard and bubble gum on the brain. I I was not prepared for, like, sacraments in the fucking Mormon church. Yeah. You know?
0: That's amazing. <laughs> wow. Well, that's kind of sick that they would do that, like, to go try to pin, you know, pin you down and get you okay. to give your number, give your name and number to some stranger. On the it is weird. and and, okay, and
1: so this whole notion that you got to go door to door. Yeah. Like... You're okay, so the success, and you got to go to other cities, and yeah, the success you have to recruit. rate. What, what's the percentage success rate? I don't know, it's but it's got to be just north of zero. Yeah,
0: I think so. And just on principle alone, you can you can sort of assume there's something invalid about anything that has to be sold so so constantly. Like anytime you need constant recruitment in order to keep it alive I guess I never there's thought of there's that. no actual worth there there's no value intrinsic to the thing you're just constantly having to push it take it we really need you to believe this and if you don't here's what's going to happen that's the only way religion has been able to at least that like that or type of organized religion to survive as long as it has just out of keeping people in fear so as soon as you stop believing in it they've lost their power over you and what's next like what are the other recruitment tools left
1: and is there is there no thought that if someone actually does take the bait and come with you that they are an insane person <laughs> Is there no doubt? I guess they never,
0: they never crossed their mind. Yeah, like you're just you're bringing yeah, like, in some weirdo. And, and that...
1: then yeah, then what's your what's your congregation? let's see, that's my problem. Is yeah, like, it's just is like random these, these weirdos. Everybody is welcome. Shit, I I don't want I don't want to be there. I mean, a concert, you know, I paid to see. That this guy paid to see. You know, he deserves yeah, to be here. Right. But any place where I'm just welcome to come fellowship, no, I don't need that. I don't. <laughs> and I certainly, I mean, I don't have kids, but I certainly wouldn't want them around that shit either.
0: I just don't want anybody. I just don't like the hard sell on anything. <laughs> and if it's on religion, oh god, then you lost me immediately because you shouldn't have to sell your god. You shouldn't have to convince somebody that god is real. If that if god is real for a person, then that's it, you know. You don't you don't I and it, and god doesn't have to be defined either. It doesn't have to be somebody else's definition. You can just have your version of it without being sold this other one. Yeah. You know, or just have no version of it. It's okay. Uh, like, but but why does somebody feel like it's their duty to force you to believe what they believe in order for them to feel okay? That's that's what it, it comes down that, to. Yeah,
1: because then it starts getting into the business side. Which is, <laughs> well, that, that's really always awful. bad. That's so always it's just always news. it's better to just believe in a some some dark places
0: that's a good that's a good thing to be doing these days yeah bring it bring everything into the light that's i think that's what needs to happen yeah you can't hide anymore <laughs> yeah i mean it's good for you right it feels good when you unload some shit oh for then, sure And you don't have to look back at it anymore and think oh about yeah
1: it. yeah no i think it's important i wish everybody did that
0: yeah i think it's necessary for health for mental health and you know, overall spiritual health. You got to be able to express yourself in yeah. whatever and in whatever way feels truest for you.
1: Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I was hoping I—I I wish I could throw in one of my dad's brilliant lines that would make any <laughs> sense, but I—the—the I uh, the, the crying has just begun. Or <laughs> what was—what
0: what was the thing? <laughs> He's a. <laughs> <laughs> Crying hasn't even started. Hasn't even started. <laughs> yeah, or maybe it's just I love that, that. that's a pretty that's a pretty heavy threat. Oh yeah, <laughs> to somebody. It just it just like it implies all sorts of. You know, ho- horrible shit to I come. think
1: that uh, ominous threats are definitely underrated and underused like totally. people don't know how to talk about a lost art
0: that's beautiful and I, and especially empty threats I like, like you empty know, and ominous that's the best combination that leaves somebody like yeah.
1: what did he just say yeah
0: like, you know yeah. like you personally know you're never going to follow through on it oh, so no. it's an empty threat but, but it sounds you know weird enough that the person might have meant it yeah that's good
1: well, maybe in another, we got I don't know forty episodes. For come, come back 50. for number eighty or ninety. Eighty or ninety or, 100. or Maybe the big one hundred. Yeah,
0: all right, man. Yeah. Well, thanks for uh, thanks for being there from the very very beginning. You actually helped shape the the format because I didn't I didn't know what I was doing the very first show, and you uh, you were you know it it came about the way that it did partly because you were the you were the guest.
1: Well, that's. Uh, that's awesome to hear quite a compliment and it's always a pleasure hanging out. I think you might be the last person in the city that I actually like. So, um,
0: I'm honored, man. That's a, <laughs> that's a really great title. I might have to get a shirt made that says something like that.
1: Yeah. And I look forward to Aaron's <laughs> last uh, friend. Aaron's you're last. La- oh, well, like, I have like friends. The- yeah. But you're the only one I like. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> well that makes me feel really good. Um,
1: yeah, I'm looking forward to road tripping with you too. I'm likewise, happy. man. So yeah. cool, brother. Well,
0: thanks so much for coming. For sure. Thanks for everything, as always. Yeah. Hopefully some of your music's gonna be uh we will have just heard some if you have something to to, to send me.
1: Yeah, I'll send you something. Maybe I'll dig up a deep cut for Yeah.
0: You. That yeah. sounds good.
1: Uh, all right. All right, brother. Much love. For sure. Talk to Thank you soon.
0: You. Bye. Thanks for listening, everybody. That was my friend Aaron. and uh, Those were his... The two of those three interludes were his. The first one was mine. The last two were his. Um, some of his old music. And his new music, he has a band called Father Howl. H-O-W-L. And uh, they just released a new album and it's incredible. So please go check them out. Um, he's also a really great artist, Aaron. He is. He's an animator. Um, He does lots of things. He's a whiz. He's a wizard. And you can find his artwork at aaronguadamuz.com. A-A-R-O-N-G-U-A-D-A-M-U-Z.com. Oh, I hope you understood that. I'm so, so, so... So tired. Okay. Uh, I'll see you next week. Love you. Bye.